Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love. There will be some trigger warnings. There will be some laughs. We give ourselves affirmation, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we are so glad that you are here thanks for tuning in continue to love yourself and as always we are here to see a healed world not a grieving world okay so yes thank you all for tuning in Happy Monday! Happy Monday! I am Lily. I am She Got Faith. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith and also your host for the Healing She Got Faith talk show. If you are new here today, welcome. Happy Monday. We're so happy to have you here. If you are one of my regular listeners, hey y'all! I missed y'all. Um, I am on such like a natural high right now, y'all. Like this weekend was so good. So I'm going to tell y'all about it before I do our icebreaker. First of all, shout out to my friend, Danny Brown. She's been on the show. She took me to go see Alicia Keys yesterday. Alicia Keys was in St. Louis. Um, If Alicia Keys ever hears this podcast, oh my gosh, I absolutely love, respect, and admire just everything that you do, your talent, your voice, just your love for people. It was truly amazing. I saw Alicia Keys when I was in high school, maybe, maybe middle school. Um, my sister had took me, and it was Alicia Keys in mint condition, and it was one of my favorite concerts. It was beautiful, and it was it was outside, I believe. Yeah, it was outside. It was beautiful. My sister took me, and then um earlier last week danny called me and said she had some tickets and asked me was i alicia keys fan and yeah who's not an alicia keys fan like love it and when and it was just everything i needed for myself so i'm like just on a high so we'll talk a little bit more about that but friday i nanny so for those of y'all who don't know i nanny with one of my childhood mentors i nanny her child and so I had that. I had to take my car to the shop, y'all. Like, I had no time to just do, like, regular, basic, day-to-day life stuff, okay? So I finally got my car to the shop, um, got that done. And then Friday, I actually had a date night with my friend. Um, a lot of my friends, we just, myself included, we just kind of been going through some stuff and, excuse me, going through heartbreak and going through just life. Like, life, you know life be life and so with that being said um i saw this opportunity um i think i i always get the name of the group wrong but i know it's like things to date night and things to do in st louis it's a really dope couple that runs in they always have fun things going around in the city and so i missed the one in july because i was in cabo but when i saw they were doing one in august i went ahead and booked the tickets and i gifted my friend the other ticket um, cause I ain't got no man that want me. So 
So I took my girlfriend and we ran into Danny who was there and Danny also brought her friend. So we kind of ended up turning to like a little girls night, which was so fun. And then Saturday I had two events. I had a youth event, which, oh my gosh, the youth event was so good. I just, I really miss working with the youth. I really miss like being in that type of atmosphere. And so that was with Big, Ima Big Imagination Entrepreneurs LLC. And that is an organization that is working with young entrepreneurs, teaching them the ins and outs of entrepreneurship. And so that was such a blessing to be there. I was a guest speaker. I spoke on entrepreneurship. I had gave them my life scripture, y'all. It was so beautiful. Then right after that, I came back to my building and we had a mental health um, with Mental Madness, which I have partnered with Donna, who is the founder of Mental Madness. And at my building, we have a mental health event once a month here. And so this particular one, we did yoga. We focus on yoga meditation. This is session three, I believe. And um, we focus on yoga meditation. So I had asked somebody that I knew who did yoga to come, and she did. And she killed it, y'all. And that was so good. And even after... Um, the session was over, like people just stayed and talked. And that's really what I want my building for. Like I want my building to be that safe place to be able to talk and just release and get rid of all of that. So um, that happened. And then Sunday, um, for those of y'all who don't know, if you don't, um, I don't even know if I posted it on social media. So none of y'all probably know. But one of my dogs had puppies and she has been staying with my sister because my sister and brother-in-law are the licensed breeders. And so Sunday, I went to go help my sister out with the dogs. I went to go see my dog, make sure she's doing okay with the puppies. And yeah, then, then I got to see Alicia Keys, honey. It was so beautiful, y'all. Like, I love music. I love live music. I love instrumentals. And I love... Um, I'm not gonna say I love going to concerts because sometimes concerts can be overwhelming because there's a lot of energies in one place, but it's so important, like when the artist knows that and the artist sets the tone. So, like with Alicia Keys, I honestly didn't feel like anybody else was there, y'all. Like, I knew it was people there, like I could see them, but like I was in my zone, honey. Like, I was singing the songs, I was dancing, I was screaming. I was reaching my hands out to Alicia like she was going to touch me, honey. Like, it was so beautiful. She was speaking affirmations, her soul, her vibe. Everything was just there. Like, I like I aspire to be that way in my healing journey. Like, I aspire to get to that comfortable, that, that, that comfort level of just knowing and being who you are. You know, it takes a lot of inner work to forgive yourself and to be at that place where, you know, you love yourself so much, which is why I've been doing this series, which is why even before I started this series, I started talking about, like, do you know yourself? And I love when people have healed and they're able to exude love. Like, we don't have too much of that in this world. And so right now I'm just very motivated. I'm on a high. Like, I'm ready to, like, hit the ground running and do things that I need to do. Like, I'm just so inspired. This was the first weekend that I was packed to capacity y'all i'm talking about like packed to capacity i was not stressed i was not tired now one point in this weekend that i ever questioned did i want to do what i was going to do which is a first i'm just being honest y'all a lot of times when i have back-to-back -back events i'm like i don't even know if i'm gonna make it to the second or third event because 
I'd be tired, but this was a weekend where I thoroughly enjoyed everything. And let me be completely honest. I was actually scheduled to be at a pop-up shop on Friday, but I had to let them know that I, I can't come because I don't have any more um, inventory. So all my inventory is gone, and I most likely won't be getting inventory until the end of the year anyway. So, because um, I'm trying to focus on this building, y'all. Like, this building has all my attention. And so I was really supposed to be working Friday night, and um, luckily, you know, I didn't, you know... Like, I hate that I had to cancel on a pop-up event, but also, too, like, it kind of worked out in my favor because I really just needed this weekend. I really just needed to be me and to have fun because the last couple weeks it's been business, 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 like, just going and going and going, which is for a good cause. But I just needed to be with friends. I needed to be in the community. I needed that energy. I needed that love to be around. So, yes, most definitely. Like, yeah, like, it is just so beautiful. So I'm so happy to be here with you today. I hope that, you know, if it's it's Monday, y'all, and it's the reason why I do my shows on Mondays because I want you all to, like, start your week off good. I want you all to be motivated. I don't want you to give up. I don't want you – I want us to break the stigma that Monday is bad. Like, we have that so bad. Like, we make Mondays bad because we expect it to be bad, okay? But I do the show on Mondays because I just want you to feel like somebody hears you, somebody sees you, and so – if you don't feel that way right now, like, I just want to send you love. I just want to send you light. I just want to send you a hug. I want you to know I'm praying for you. I want you to know that I thoroughly love you and appreciate you, and I'm so happy that you're here, okay? So, yeah, like, let's do this icebreaker, y'all, so we can go ahead and talk about our episode for today. So, I picked from the decks of, they are... The Super Attractor and the Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. So most people know The Universe Has Your Back. It's a book. So most people know the author and will know that book. And so y'all know me. If a book has cards, sis is going to find them. And I love these cards. I actually haven't used them in a while. And um, the event this week, one of my... Uh, my manager, Crystal, she um, she asked me before she left the mental health. It was a couple of us still sitting here talking, like I told y'all. She was like, well, before we go, we don't have to pick a card. And it was some people that was like, what does that mean? But Crystal was like, and I, so I'm trying to teach her how to do the icebreaker too. But she's been around me long enough. Like, she knows how to do it. So um, we did it. And I was like, oh, I haven't used these cards in so long. And like i'm gonna use them for today's episode so um yeah so super attractive by gabrielle bernstein and the universe that has your back by gabrielle bernstein so make sure you check it out check out the book we still have the bookshop so you can go to the bookshop you can order the cards and you can also order the books okay all right so i will start with the universe has your back the card says i am unapologetic about what i desire and trust that what I focus on will grow. Okay, from Super Attractor. I believe I'm worthy of feeling good. Ah, I love these cards. Okay. I'm unapologetic about what I desire and trust. That what I focus on will grow. I have been pulling cards just about intentions, about what you focus on. And so I think for so much of my life, 
I've just always expected the negative. I've always expected the worst. And then when I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm not going to think about the negative. I'm not going to bring this to me. I'm going to actually like, you know, think positive things and, you know, do go the positive route. Like I would gaslight my, like, I, how do I say that? I will. I was positively gaslighting myself. <laughs> Y'all know there's such thing as positive gaslighting. Look it up. It's definitely a thing. We'll probably talk about that soon. But anyways, I was gaslighting myself. Like, no, you you like you got to be positive. No bad vibes. Blah, blah, blah. And things were still happening. So I felt some kind of way because even when I was thinking positive, the negative was still happening, right? So I love that in these cards that I've been picking, it's all about like what I desire, what I focus on, the trusting. So one of my issues in life has been that I have had trouble trusting myself because I've always depended on other people. I've always been so codependent on other people that I've, I didn't know who Lisa was. And so that's why, like, if you read the blog, if you listen to the last couple of podcasts and I talk about, I do not take advice because I am at the point where I am trusting myself. I trust that I know what I need to do. And guess what? If it's not the best choice, I will still be able to fix it because I will learn from it. I will learn from my mistakes. I will learn. I will trust myself to learn when I'm wrong. I will trust myself when I don't even know what's going on, but I know me. And that's why I am unapologetic about who I am currently. I am unapologetic about my boundaries. I am unapologetic about what I do for myself and what I don't do for myself. The car says, I, I'm unapologetic about what I desire. First of all, my desires are worthy. My desires mean something, okay? So I'm unapologetic about what I desire in life, okay? And I trust that what I focus on will grow, okay? So I have to trust that even if it's not on my time, it will still grow. Even if it's not on my timeline, even if I don't see it, even when I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, it will still grow. Like, I have that much trust. Honey, let me tell you, that is why my name is She Got Faith. Because even when I didn't see it, there was always a little piece of me, you know, we, we know all it takes is a mustard seed of faith to move mountains, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. So there was a little bit of faith, hope that would tell me that even when I don't see it, it will grow. And I was thinking to that. So yeah, so the universe has my back. I'm unapologetic about what I desire and trust that what I focus on will grow. All right, um, super attractor. I believe I'm worthy of feeling good. This is so deep, honey, because for so long I spoke over my life that I would never be happy. I would never be loved. I would never, never, never. And guess what? I I suffered through those years that I was telling myself that, right? And I'm going to tell y'all something. I got friends now that they, they knew me back then. They know who I truly am. They know me when I don't have on the facade. They know... When I'm depressed, they know when I'm crying, like they know me, right? And so I got friends now, 
And they'll be like, Lisa, I always told you you would do this. And I always told you you would do that. And I saw it in you and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, back then I didn't see it because I was a product of my environment. Back then, yeah, I had friends speaking life into me. And I had friends, like, speaking into me. And I had friends who saw the good in me. I had, I had friends that just saw it. But I was not ready to receive that. My heart, my soul, my posture was not in the right place because I had never been around it. So when a friend is telling me this, when a friend is coming to me and telling me everything that they see, but I'm not ready because guess what? I did not trust myself. I did not trust myself. I did not know myself. So you sitting up here as a friend and telling me, I see that you're going to be a writer. I see that you're going to be this. I see that you're going to be that. And I'm like, bro, you're sick. Like... <laughs> Like, you're sick. That's not going to happen. Like, do you know my family? Because all I could see was my environment. I saw my families. I saw my parents die. I saw this stuff. Like, I saw the tragedy. And at that time, I was not taught that you could overcome that. I was not taught that you could be something other than what you saw. And so now, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I get frustrated because people be like, oh, I've been told you that. Yeah, you did, but you have to understand people and where they're at in life. You have to meet people where they're at. I was not the person who could have received that back then. I was not on a healing journey. I didn't even know healing was. I didn't even know healing was an option. I didn't know that. I didn't know that caring for yourself was okay because I was taught my whole life you don't have, you don't care for yourself. You care for everybody else. Okay, so. Um, this is such a good card for me to pick in today because of the awesome weekend I had, but also too, because I'm in this healing place where I can tell myself, I believe I'm worthy of feeling good because you can say I'm worthy, but do you believe it is the question. So to say, I believe I'm worthy of feeling good. You have to believe that. And that goes to the trusting. I trust myself that I'm going to be good. I had to get here. I had to work for this, y'all. Like, people don't know. Like, I be so irritated and aggravated. And that's something that I'm still working through. Like, that's something that I'm still, like, having to navigate. But to get to the Lisa that you see today without a mask, without a facade, who's not trying to beat up people, who's not trying to cuss anybody out, I had to work. And I had to work hard. And every day is a constant fight. Y'all, have y'all heard that um, TikTok with Kevin Gates? And I'm sure it comes from an interview. But, like, uh, it's been popular on TikTok where it's like, I'm fighting for my life. I'm killing my ego every day. My God. I am fighting for my life, y'all. I am fighting to defeat these generational curses, to let go of these generational habits. I am fighting to be a healthier person. I am fighting to know my body. I'm fighting to heal me. I am fighting to be a better me for me, not for this world, honey, but for me. If we all decided to be a better me for me, for us, not the rest of the world, baby, we would be so healed. We wouldn't have, there, there would be less crime. There would be less anger there would be less road rage y'all like but we're so burnt out we're so tired of doing everything for everybody else that when it comes time to put ourselves first we haven't 
babies because we think that's what we're supposed to do. We're getting married because we think that's what we're supposed to do. We're doing all this other stuff because we think that's what is supposed to be done. But we never even checked in with ourselves to see where are you at, self? How are you feeling? Your body will talk to you, honey. Baby, I have become very in tune with my body. We was doing yoga at the building on Saturday, and my left hip was killing me. And I'm like, what is this? And the instructor was just talking about how, like, we hold trauma in our body. So, like, actually, you know, like, what are you holding on to? Where are you storing it? And when you get angered, notice what body parts are reacting, which is so funny because when I talk to my grief clients, I ask them, like, when you're grieving, what body parts are tingling? What body parts are aching? What are what what is hurting? What what is you know what what parts of you are having a hard time, right? And so um we do yoga. My left hip is killing me, but I'm pushing through, I'm pushing through. I told you I ain't having no bad day. And the next morning, y'all, my period came. And I was like, bro, my body was telling me that we were entering a new cycle. My body was preparing me. My body was letting me know, yo, it's coming, okay? I was so used to having other symptoms. This was the first cycle I've had in a very long time where I didn't have bad PMS. I wasn't emotional. I wasn't crying. I was very energetic. I was very motivated. I was very in tune with my calling, right? And so when my period came, I was like, what? Girl, you ain't PM. I was so proud of myself. Like, I had therapy this morning as well, y'all. Like, I had therapy at 6 o'clock this morning. I am tired, okay? Um, went to see Alicia Keys last night. Didn't get home till after midnight. And I, my butt was up at, like, 5.45. So I could be on time to therapy at 6.15, okay? Um, but I was just telling my therapist that, like, this was the first time that I did not have like a bad PMS. And I just, I was so happy about that because usually PMS be taking me out. Like the period be cool. Like me and the period, we cool. <laughs> Excuse me. But that PMS, oh, that PMS be coming from my whole soul. Like I'm a totally different person with the PMS. I'm sorry. I was choking. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I believe I'm worthy of feeling good. And I, and what was it? I'm unapologetic about what I desire and trust that what I focus on will grow. So I think, yeah, I should take that with you for the week. I would definitely put those in the show notes. I put all the cards in the show notes, just in case you didn't know. But definitely keep those as your affirmation because you're, you deserve it. And I want you to believe in yourself, y'all. So, yes, that was an amazing icebreaker. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to kill myself. Mm-mm. All right. So today is episode 35. So we are in the Power of Grief series, okay? So we'll probably be in the series for a while, honestly. Um, but we are in the Power of Grief series. This is episode 35. Last week was the first episode in the Power of Grief Um what's it called series so episode 35 what okay um grieving the life i thought i would have that's today's title grieving the life i thought i would have do you 
did you know that you could grieve something that you have never experienced? And I want you to think about that. And I want you to remember Healing She Got Faith's definition of grief. Anything that you have lost that has affected your life, okay? And so, did you know that you could grieve something you never experienced? This is the first question I have for today's episode because, like I always say, y'all, society does not teach us how to grieve. Society does not teach us what grief is. Society does not give us the correct information to grieve, okay? But grief is any loss that you have taken, all right? So did you know that you could grieve something you have never experienced? Well, let's get into it. Let's take a step back. Let's go back to elementary school. Do you remember? And it don't even have to be elementary school. Maybe it was middle, maybe it was high school. But nevertheless, you were younger, okay? And you remember when they would say, what do you want to do when you grow up? Or if we want to make it more relatable, when you go for a new job interview or you go for a new program interview or even college and they ask you for your five to 10 year plan. I was talking to my therapist this morning and she said this and I was very appreciative that she said this, that that's a lot of pressure on somebody. It's a lot of pressure when you're 18 and they ask you to plan out your whole life at the age of 18. Let me tell y'all something. 18-year-old Lisa and 30-year-old Lisa are two totally different people. The stuff I was thinking about when I was 18, I am not thinking about when I'm 30. The stuff that I am thinking about when I'm 30, I never even knew existed when I was 18. So to ask me to pick my whole life at the age of 18 is ridiculous, honey. I'm not even mature enough to know that. There's a lot that I have to learn. And, you know, a lot of people like to talk about um, the millennials and just um, a lot of people like to talk about how we're lazy and we, you know, we're the trendsetters, I guess. But, like, it's a lot of we were never taught, but we were also the generation that saw other stuff, like, from our parents and from our teachers and our family that we are not putting up with. There are just certain stuff that you cannot force us to do. And we will not settle for that. And I think that is very important because at the end of the day, we are the generation that we're protecting ourselves because we saw a lot of us are hurt because our parents weren't there, because our parents died, because, you know, we, we endured a lot. I went through losing my house my senior year of co- of high school and my first year of college. Like when I left my house, that was the last time I was ever going to see that house. It was foreclosed on. I was grieving that. Literally, I went to college with a big ass tote with all of my belongings in it. Okay. So you telling me at the age of 18 to plan my life and I just lost the only place that I ever knew as my house, as my home. My mama and brother got to find somewhere to live. My sister got to find somewhere to live. We got, we, like, we got to figure this out. But you, but you want me to tell you what I want to do in five to ten years. Nope. That's not even realistic. And like my therapist said, that's a lot of pressure. It's not realistic, y'all. So, when we think about it from that perspective, you know, 
we pretty much like plan out our whole life, right? So you remember when you had your life planned out, right? You know, the relationship you thought you would have, the marriage, the house, the family, the partnerships, the business. You remember you had it all planned out. You know you did. You had it all planned out. You just knew at the by the age of 26 you was going to have X, Y, and Z. What about... What about the relationship you thought you would have with your parents? Maybe you thought you was going to get them a new house. Maybe you thought they were going to walk you down the aisle. Maybe you thought y'all would be on a beach house every July in the Dominican Republic. Like maybe that's where your mind was, right? All of this is, all of this can be considered grief. When we sit here and we have these memories and we talk about what we thought would happen and we thought and we talk about what we what we just knew we had set out to go get and we would have by now all of that is grief because we're grieving the very life we planned for and it didn't happen it didn't happen for various reasons maybe it's not even your fault it didn't happen maybe it is your fault but for various reasons we sat here and we planned this life out and it's not here and we miss it now i'm 30 y'all i'm 30 i'm single i ain't got no kids and back in the day y'all you couldn't tell me that i wouldn't have had a husband and 10 kids by the age of 25. baby i wanted to pop them babies out okay um i wanted a marriage i wanted a long-term marriage and I am single as a dollar, and I've been single for a very, very long time. The idea of even having a husband is very hard for me to fathom at this point. One of the things that I'm grieving, I'm going to talk to y'all about two things I'm grieving today. One of the things that I'm grieving right now is I used to have a very high desire to be married. I used to have a very high desire to be a mother. I used to want all of that. And as I went on this healing journey, though that desire slowly left me. And part of the reason why it left me was because I was realizing that I only wanted that because I did not want to be lonely. And I was realizing that as a woman in this society, I was told that's all I was good for to lay up with a man and take care of him and create a life and tell him he gonna be the man, but I'm really doing everything. Cause that's all I saw growing up. I saw these women catering to these men and telling these men that they're men, but the women doing everything. And so I was taught that I was only created to please a man. And as I went on this healing journey, I'm learning that that's not true. And I'm also learning that there's a such thing as men healing. What? What? There's men out there that actually love you. What? There's men out there that actually want to see you. What? I was never taught that. I was always taught that men had to be a certain way. I was always taught that men had to look a certain way. Men had to do X, Y, and Z. And the crazy part was... I was taught that, but as I was growing up and I'm seeing these men, yeah, they, they talking, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it, honey. So, 
Um, as I've gotten to this healing, as I've gotten to this healing, that desire for that relationship for motherhood has honestly died away. And I don't know if it'll be back. I know as for right now, I'm cool. Like, I'm enjoying being single. I'm enjoying being by myself. I'm enjoying loving myself. I'm enjoying dating myself. I'm thoroughly enjoying getting to know Lisa. I am enjoying going back into the past and comforting little Lisa. I'm enjoying going back into the past and learning about myself. Like, learning me and loving me has been such a fun ride. Another thing that I grieve is the career I thought I would have. So there's two things in my life that I've always wanted, which was a love life and a career life. And I just knew I was going to be a community director at somebody's nonprofit. I was going to be there for like 35 plus years. Like I was going to work my way up the ladder and do X, Y, and Z. And when my mom died, um, all of that died with her because I realized that no job would actually care about you. Like at the end of the day, business is business and business still has to be taken care of regardless of what you're going through, regardless of anything that you have done. And regardless how many time and effort you put into a company, like these companies don't care about you. Like at the end of the day, they have to make money. They have to make sure that they get paid. They have to make sure they eat. So regardless of what you got going on, they do not care. I also learned that like everybody does not have good intentions. Like everybody, like most people go into leadership so they can be lazy. That might be an argument, but most people want to be a director. Most people want to be an executive director. Most people want to be a CEO so that they can force other people to work under them. And they don't even have to do the work. They just want to get paid. Okay. And I was putting in a lot of effort into a program that I was not getting any type of compensation back. I was barely being able to put gas in my car and food on my table because after I paid my bills, I had nothing left. Like I literally was working for a paycheck to live. When really I want to live and I don't want to work, like, let's just be completely honest, but I do, I want a life, and I want to work with integrity, I want to work with competence, and I want to be in a place where I'm appreciated, and I think that's one thing with people in places now, like, we have set that standard, like, we don't have to be in a place where we're not appreciated. And so it's hard for me right now because I know that old Lisa, I, I remember those desires. I remember wanting that relationship. I remember wanting to be a mother. I remember wanting that job, like wearing the suit, coming in at 10 o'clock, working to like seven. I remember like the different things I wanted to do, the different people I wanted to partner with. And in both of these sectors of my life, the love life and the career life, I have completely shifted. And so sometimes I miss that, Lisa. Sometimes I miss that. Like, sometimes I look at, like, yesterday I was, when we were at the concert, and I just heard a couple be like, oh, look at that couple. They're so cute. 
And I used to be that person. Like, I used to be that person that was like, oh, yeah, they're so cute. And now I'm like, it's not that, like, it's not cute, but it's just like I'm just not paying attention to it. So, like, when other people were like, oh, they're so cute. And I was just like, I kind of miss the oldies who would be like, oh, my gosh, they're so cute. Couple goals. And I'm just not that person no more. Like, I just look at them like, man, like, I wish them well. You know, when I look at people with careers, like, oh, I've been doing this for 15 years, like, and I think about, like, this building and everything I've been through, like, maybe that would be me in 20, 25 years, but my my focus has just taken a shift, and it's a shift for me, and it's a shift that I'm definitely in love with, and it's a shift that I'm grateful for because... Um, I know it came from a healing place and I know that it came from a place where I'm getting to know myself. So I know that what I'm doing is for Lisa, which is amazing because the Lisa that used to have those desires would never be here. Okay. She was too wrapped up in the world. But this Lisa today is really focusing on her. She's very serious about who and what she needs for herself. Okay. Uh, so, um, so I am grieving that person. I am grieving the life I thought I would have. There are times where I'm in this building, y'all, and I'm just like, it would be so much easier if I was just a director at somebody's nonprofit. It would be so much easier if I just knew I was going to get a paycheck every two weeks and I knew how much money I had coming in and I knew I could just pay it. Like, it would be so much easier if I just would live a stressful life and, you know, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, I think once I get things up and running, I might actually go apply somewhere and go back to that because that's kind of where I'm at in life. But, like, for right now, I do miss that person. I miss that spunk. I miss I, I miss the youth. I talked about that in the organization, um, the Big Imagination Entrepreneurs that I worked with this uh, past Saturday. I talked about that like throughout the Bible, it talks about like a youth, uh, like a youth like spirit and how like just the different types of characteristics the youth gives us. And which I was telling them, like, I think that's so dope that they're youth and they're entrepreneurs because kids are so innocent and their spirit is so free. And I missed it. And I felt like before I went through my mom's death, I still had that youth like spirit of yeah, life is bad, but, like, we're going to get through it. Like, that spunk that youth have. And I miss that. I miss that so much because now I'm more in this healing phase where I'm more just assessing everything. And I'm more, like, everything is such a deeper thought versus, like, with the youth. Like, we'll be okay. But really, like, but now I'm the person where I'm like, will we be okay? And then there's, like, a whole analyst that I'm going through, Okay. So I say all that to say, like, you can grieve the person you thought you would become. You could grieve the life that you thought you would have. And it's okay to grieve that. There is power in grief. And so the power that we get out of grief right now is the healing. So the healing, because grief gives us permission to feel what we feel. And grief gives us the comfortability to be who we are. That is the power of grief in this sense. The power of grief is knowing that I went through what I went through and there is change and there's always going to be change, but I am here and I'm ready. 
grief gave me that power to love Lisa. Grief gave me that power to invest in my self-love and my self-care. So if you're listening to this today, that dream that you're grieving, give yourself permission to miss it. That relationship that you're grieving, give yourself permission to miss it. That career, that house, that city, whatever it is, give yourself permission to miss it because you deserve it. You deserve everything you desire. And when our desires do not get met, we grieve them. And I want you to give yourself permission today to grieve that because I know it's killing you. I know it hurts you, but I want you to give yourself permission to do that. Okay, guys? So that's all I have for you today. Happy Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Finish out the day strong, motivated Mondays, activated, okay? I love you, but I want you to love you the way you love the world. I'm going to catch y'all next Monday. Actually, let's do some housekeeping. Um, Blog Wednesdays. So Wednesdays, the blog comes out at 3 o'clock. Mondays, the podcast the podcast comes out at 3 o'clock, so more than likely you're listening to this on Monday at 3 or after it. Wednesday, the blog comes out, and we are planning the opening day, the grand opening for the Healing She Got Faith Healing Community, okay? So be on the lookout. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. Follow us on all of those, okay, guys? Go out. Have a great Monday. I love you. I'm sending you love, light. I'm giving you a big old hug. And I just speak love and life over you, okay? I love you, but love you the way you love the world. Bye, guys.